0: Welcome, folks, and thank you for tuning in, and welcome to Faith FM, Drive Time, Big Q&A. This is the program where we respond to difficult questions concerning God, faith, contemporary religion, and the Bible. This is the program where we look at world religious trends in the light of Bible prophecy. You're listening to Hugh Heenan, currently ministering out of Trinity Gardens, Seventh-day Adventist, as well as Faith Adventist Center in Mawson Lakes, right here in Adelaide, South Australia. Uh, I'm delighted to be able to spend uh, the next hour with you as we explore the theme for this week of The Collision of Church and State, Biblical Principles for Navigating a World in Crisis. A very relevant and very timely topic, I think, for the world today. Uh, more particularly today, we're going to be uh, focusing upon a related topic, Church and State, Does the Past Say Anything to Contemporary Leaders In the world today. Uh, Now, just before we move on from there, uh, it's just really important, I think, for us to note that uh, what we're going to be sharing in today's program uh, is really just a a very brief snapshot, if you will, of something which we're going to be covering in greater depth. uh, And uh, I'm very excited to share this with you in actual point of fact uh, this coming weekend. Uh, So, the collision of church and state, biblical principles for navigating a world in crisis. uh, This is something which is going to be uh, the focus and theme of a very special special event which is coming to us live out of uh, Frederick's Road there in Seaton. Uh, we've hired out uh, the Christian Family Center there, and it is uh, uh, our great pleasure to have a series of great speakers and presenters who are going to be presenting on uh, five different related topics uh, to this key question, the Collision. Collision. The, uh, the 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 collido uh, the, the the collision course that uh, church and state somehow seem to be on in some different spheres of society today and looking at the biblical principles for navigating that crisis uh, that we find ourselves in or potentially find ourselves in on a series of fronts and, and so that 's going to be a series of TED talks if you will, uh, five no more than twenty minute uh, presentations, something brief relevant. And uh, and and highly inspirational uh, that is going to be shared uh, in five different segments across this coming Saturday. So Saturday from 10 a.m. Uh, right through to I believe it's about one. 1- uh, PM or possibly a bit earlier, maybe twelve thirty PM. Uh, but we'll get underway at ten AM. Uh, there's something for the whole family there as well. Uh, we uh, are going to have some programs for children, uh, for those who are preteen, those who are teen and and uh, youth, uh, but also uh, these uh, great. Uh, these great uh, topics that we're going to be looking at, The Collision of Church and State, uh, Biblical Principles for Navigating a World in Crisis. And so that's what we're going to be looking at this coming Saturday. And again, that can be uh, accessed uh, by attending in person uh, there at uh, Fredericks Road, at the Christian Family Center, uh, but also uh, can be accessed uh, on the live stream with uh, Living Ministry Media, as well as uh, right here, on Faith FM, your, your very own. So I'm sure that you'll be really keen to listen in live uh, to hear what is being shared this coming Saturday morning, Collision of Church and State, World in Crisis. All right, so uh, enough said about that, but uh, you'll probably hear some more a little later in the program. Uh, well, it's my great pleasure now to really introduce to you someone who needs no introduction whatsoever, and that's our co-host for today, Fabiano Niankuru. Uh, Fabiano, welcome to the program.
1: Thank you, and... Um I'm delighted to be able to um, have this wonderful opportunity to uh, discuss dialogue and uh, study from Scripture together, and uh, we'll see where the Lord leads us.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, Fabiana always has something really interesting and insightful to share with us. Uh, he ministers out of Melrose Park Seventh-day Adventist here in Adelaide, as well as the Sinai Church plant in Devoran Park. It's not on a mountaintop. It's in a park. <laughs> That's uh, right. And it's right here in Adelaide as well. That's right. Uh, okay. Now, of course, you're no stranger to our listeners. Uh, you're well known on our program. Uh, uh but what are you going to be sharing with us? Just if, you know, just a very brief yeah. over. Overview or snapshot of uh, where we're headed to today.
1: That's right, and just like the topic of today, states there does the past say anything to contemporary leaders today? Uh, we, we're going to be looking at uh, starting from the book of Daniel, Daniel chapter five, and uh, looking at uh, uh, Belshazzar and how he led, and uh, if there's anything we can learn from that, and uh, we 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 you know also I guess trying to understand the. Tensions that tend to exist between churches and state, um, or, or religion and the state, and how we should respond, um, yeah, to, to, to some of those tensions.
0: Mm, yes, it, it can yeah, be a yeah. tightrope, a yes, tightrope right. rather, right. <laughs> uh, kind of that, uh, that we walk at times, mm. uh, trying to make sure that we, Uh, 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 keeping a balance between uh, ensuring that we are honoring God whilst at the same time uh, uh, fulfilling our obligations within society as well Mm. uh, in a way that is also uh, honoring uh, of God too uh, who gives us the opportunities we enjoy every day so a really important topic that we're looking at today and I think perhaps uh, you'd agree Fabiano particularly for leaders Yes, uh, and uh, we think that's somebody in an office or someone at a press conference but it's not Mm. it's it's anybody with influence and so every one of our listeners listen today leads uh, in known and unknown ways. Uh, every day so a uh, really important topic we're looking at today yes hey talking about uh, what's happening in the world and some of the crises that we face uh, on various different fronts uh, and navigating those uh, to the honor and glory of God and uh, in such a way as to be good news people in a bad news world because we don't want to just focus on bad news we want to be good news people uh, I came across a really interesting story uh, in uh, today's headlines uh, this is uh, again like last week from the BBC I didn't uh, set out to find it from the BBC but I do <laughs> I do have a bit of a, a bit of a penchant for uh, uh, the BBC. And so uh, uh, this is a story actually about a singer who chose his faith, over a tour with Adele. He was at uh, a stage of his career. His career was burgeoning. He was on the cusp of making a breakthrough in the music industry. He was yeah. on a contract. Uh, he had just signed a £150,000 contract, which for a, a broke, um, barely there, <laughs> yeah. you know, eating whatever he can, mm. uh, renting wherever he can, uh, right. a man who just really wanted to uh, make his, his uh, mark, uh, in that music industry, uh, this was a huge thing, massive thing, uh, and untold opportunities could have come from it. Uh, but he chose at that critical moment he chose his faith over Adele. <clears throat> now I've got to say, unless you're Adele's husband, and even then, uh, you'd have to say, look, that's that's a good choice. Um, <laughs> but at the time, it was a difficult one, and the story is really interesting because it uh, essentially it shows that he gave up. His music career, as far as his record label was concerned, in order to uphold his number one relationship, and that was with God, uh, who'd given him everything to that point and gives us, you know, life itself. Uh, and the what's fascinating here was was about the Sabbath. Mm. Uh, this is a, a man by the name of uh, Alex Clare, and Alex, uh, uh, he. Uh, said, look, yeah, you know, my my time with with Jesus. Well, not, well, in his case, he's actually a Jew. Uh, but my time with God is so important that I want to put it uh, uh, head and shoulders above uh, other relationships. And so uh, it was far and beyond what was important to him. And uh, you know what? Uh, he went through a, a difficult patch with his musical career, but you know he was just so blessed because within a certain time, he he produced a song. That talked about in a very raw and uh, unfiltered way yes. about the struggle that he, he'd been in, uh, and talked about uh, you know, uh, honoring truth yes. and honoring relationship over uh, a lucrative opportunity. Uh, and so these themes were interwoven yes. relationally through means of this song, and it really struck a chord. You know what, Fabiano? He went on to have that song become the number four oh, wow. uh, on the on the charts there in the UK uh, and in other parts of the world. It was very popular as well. Yeah. Um, and we don't have the right to play that song <laughs> <laughs> but uh, here on Faith FM, but a great song. I did listen mm. to it uh, mm. today. Right. Uh, and he's, uh, he's about to release some other albums, or, uh, his latest album rather, uh, just, just now too. But uh, he's had his own career in the meantime, yes. and uh, God has honored uh, his commitment, yeah. and uh, he, uh, he continues to worship uh, his Creator and Maker every Sabbath, mm. uh, and every word that he speaks and sings, uh, whether commercially or personally, is an honor of God. Um, wow. And it just sort of reminds me, Fabiano, of, of Moses. Yeah. You know, you think of Moses, uh, we're told in Hebrews chapter 11 that he gave up yes. being known as the son of Pharaoh, mm. uh, being the, the, the prospective, most powerful man in the world, yes. uh, and all that comes with that throne, all the riches of Egypt, he gave that up in order to follow God. That's right. And to lead God's people out of Egypt. He spent yeah. some time in the wilderness, of course, a bit like our friend Alex Clare here, but in the end, yes. I mean, who remembers mm. the Pharaoh? Yeah. Uh, of that time, he, his name does not roll off our lips. That's right. But the name right. of Moses is known it's the, whole the whole around, world around. That's right. right. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And, and so, in the bigger scheme of things, when we honor God, uh, it, it brings a far greater benefit and lasting blessing down mm. the generations and into eternity, rolling on. That's right. And uh, then the 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 baubles, and <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, and and the uh, the plaudits. That's right. Of the of of of. Uh, uh, career and of opportunity yes. uh, that come momentarily.
1: Yes. You know, s- sorry to interject here. It reminds me of the uh, great hymn by um, uh, Feeny J. Co- Crosby. Uh, Faini J. Crosby, and and the hymn is "Take the World, but Give Me Jesus." Mm-hmm. Um, and, and and she says there in that very first verse, all his joys are but a name. But his love abideth for, uh, abideth ever through eternal years the same. And so I think there, for the people of faith, uh, when they look at the world, the world and, and the things of the world, they have a different perspective. They see it differently. Uh, they understand, yes, they're, you know, some of these things may be helpful, uh, and, uh, conveniences and, you know, some of the things of this world, but, but, but yet they understand that that which is eternal, that which will be able to take beyond the tomb, uh, it's far greater. And, and I think it's what, uh, we see in these, uh, in these two individuals we just referred to, in that they are looking far beyond. Um, and that's quite amazing. Mm.
0: <clears throat> yes, it is. And, yeah. and, and, and it resonates, doesn't yeah, it? You know, that's the, right. The, the ring of truth, uh, yes. can be heard in, yes. uh, in music and song, but also, uh, in in beauty and in artworks, it yeah. can be seen uh, and uh, and known, and and certainly it's been seen in Alex's life. And uh, right. yeah, what a great example I thought. Uh, yes, yeah, in there in amongst the headlines uh, as um, a celebrated example of someone who mm. rose above the mm. demands of an industry yes. in order to stay true to who they were. Yes, uh, yes. and to That's stay right. true to what they knew to be. Uh, to be more worthwhile in the longer term. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And so, uh, Amazing. Great story. Well, hey, look. Um, uh, let's uh, let's now just pause for a moment and let's pray and and yes. uh, and pivot towards yes. the rest of our program and and that God lead. Hey, let's pray. Mm-hmm. Father, I want to thank you that uh, we have uh, this uh, this time with you, this drive time. There, we we can uh, spend uh, mindful of what's most important in life, Lord. To know that. Uh, uh, there are times where we'll be tempted, whether it is when we're starting out our career, uh, to make a move that uh, would be uh, going against the grain of what we know to be right or to be untrue to ourselves and to you. Uh, Lord, but we're also mindful of those who are maybe in middle management, uh, a long way into their careers and into their vocations. Uh, and Lord, uh, being asked to do things or to subscribe to things which are maybe immoral or uh, corrupt or fraudulent, uh, Father, we pray that you'll help them uh, help any one of us caught up in in such a situation uh, to uh, to do what we know to be right and to do to do what we know is true and and God honoring mm. and uh, Father we pray that uh, if we happen to be the boss in a situation mm. uh, in the workplace or in an industry uh, Father that we'll use our influence yeah. uh, we'll use our leadership uh, Father to uh, to carve a course which is moral that mm. is uh, that is that is good. That is uh, uh, irreproachable, uh, Father. That is that, uh, in the bigger scheme of things, and no matter which angle you look at it, is uh, is right and proper, uh, Father. Because we know that it will be something that will outlast the momentary uh, rewards that we we sometimes scramble after. But Moses, as we know, uh, he gave up uh, uh, all that uh, Egypt had to offer mm. for a far greater reward that lay in front of him, and we still speak of it today. What a great example of leadership that is. So, Father, we, we pray that uh, uh, we as, as speakers and as listeners uh, and, uh, as and as the Alexes and as the Moseses of this world, uh, Father, that we'll put you first and allow everything else to fall into place. Father, we pray this, and we ask for your leading and guiding in this program in Jesus' name.
1: Amen. 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 Mm.
0: All right, well, dear listeners, uh, we have something very special we want to share with you before we really uh, fire on into this program today, and it's a great, uh, it's a great offer. It's a wonderful book called Hope for Troubled Times. Uh, really befits the uh, theme of our uh, program for today, uh, as we navigate a uh, collision between uh, church and state, and uh, between uh, you know what we what we wish to honour. Uh, and uh, what sometimes we, what is demanded of us. Mm. Uh, and so uh, this great book, uh, Hope for Troubled Times, if you'd like to get today's offer, all you need to do is to text the code word SA22, S-A-22 uh, to 4 888 808 And the Faith FM giveaway uh, bot will reply asking for your details. So text the code word SA22. There's no space between that. It's just SA, like South Australia, capital S, capital A, 22 uh and uh, uh that's all one word mm-hmm. and text that to 0488 all right so uh you want to get a hold of that book it's a great book and we'll yes. share a little bit more with you about that uh very soon a little later on but in the meantime we have a great song uh God needs overcomers uh God needs uh people like Alex God needs people like you and me uh to be overcomers uh and to be an example of what God can do as he shines through our lives, and so uh, that's our, our next uh, our next song here, and uh, we're looking forward to sharing that wonderful song with you just now.
1: Wonderful.
2: God used John the Baptist, who left his home and good past, left the religion of his age. Speak the word with boldness. Repent and leave this crooked
0: program is made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio. Welcome back again our, to our listeners and we uh, just wanted to remind you at this point in time that look this is not the only program that uh, that you can listen to on Faith FM there's many wonderful programs with drive time and with many other uh, programs uh, uh, available on this radio station. If you want to listen in to those and tune in in your own time, then you certainly can do that on faithfm.com.au and you'll find there a great archive of some wonderful presentations on some very relevant and timely issues that we face in today's world. So that again is faithfm.com.au uh, Well, you are listening to Faith FM right here and now, and you're listening to the Drive Time Q&A, big Q&A in actual fact, with me, Hugh Heenan, and our co-host today is Fabiano Niancuru. Right. Uh, and as we said before, our, our Themes, uh, our, our week's theme uh, is the collision of church and state, biblical principles for navigating a world in crisis. And uh, more particularly today, we're, we're just focusing in. We're drilling down on a, on a particular aspect of this, mm-hmm. which is church and state. Does the past say anything uh, to contemporary leaders today? Yes. Uh, and uh, we, uh, I think it's true to say, Fabiano, that you have something from the past yes. that is very pertinent to the present. Is, is that right? right? What was right. going to be sharing with us just now?
1: Yes, and um, for those who uh, have been listening to the previous presentations, you would have noticed that um, you know we're covering this idea between the collision of church and state. Um, now, in the world in which we live, we have to have governments. We have to have. Uh, rulers we have to have um authorities um otherwise otherwise without order i mean without uh, those structures then we will we, we we will not have order and um anything could happen really in fact we will start with Romans chapter 13 just to even point out from scripture that god actually ordains uh, civil authorities, and that we ought to respect, uh, civil, uh, authorities. Uh, notice here in Romans 13, uh, just the first verse there, it says, let every soul, uh, be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God. And the authorities that exist are, po- are appointed by God. And so, Um, Yes, the rulers, the presidents, the prime ministers, they are there because God has actually appointed them to to the role in which they're playing. God has permitted them to be there. Yes, they may make decisions which may not be correct or right. Um, However, uh, God is is the one who has allowed them to play that role. Uh if they choose to obey God, obviously they'll make decisions that are in harmony with his will, but if they choose not to, uh God is not just going to depose them because they may be contributing to the fulfilling fulfillment of the uh, 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 uh of, of certain prophecies, uh, uh, you know, but um, what's interesting to note is that the Bible says that God permits these rulers to be there and uh Speaking through the Apostle Paul, we are actually told that we need to uh, be subject to them and respect them and actually uh, do what they say, so long as it doesn't contradict uh, uh, Scripture, what they're demanding, so long as it does not go against um, uh, Scripture. Notice actually, uh, just a few lines down, uh, it says here in verse 2, Therefore, whoever resists the authority, resists the ordinance of God, and those who resist will Bring judgment on themselves uh, Verse 3 For rulers are not a terror to good works But to evil Do you want to be un- uh, 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 unafraid of authority Do what is good And you have praise from the same And so um, God permits them to be uh, on the seat uh, that, uh, they re- that they're that seated on As in the seat of power But God wants them to do what is good And we know that um We all know that uh, most leaders don't tend to make decisions that are in harmony with God's will, but nevertheless, God permits it to be so. Um, Does that mean God rejoices and is happy with their decisions and all of that? Definitely not. Uh, In fact, God has a far better plan for this world and for its governance. But in the meantime, while we are still here, He permits you know mr scott morrison for example our own prime minister to be in that role and um and our prayer um is should be always for our leaders um so i just wanted to point uh, to point out um that the bible actually uh you know encourages us to uh obey uh, to listen and to um you know to 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 pretty much do what our leaders tells us to do however there are limits and uh and the and and every time we find that um we are being asked to do that which is in contrast uh, maybe not contrast that which is that which goes against god's um commandments or clearly revealed will of god uh every time they might guess uh, ask us to not worship they will be stepping in the the no no zone and uh, and there we we have to say, just like Peter and John, um you judge for yourself, you know we ought to obey God rather than man, and so there is uh that um uh injunction from scripture um and, and so I think that's very interesting and then obviously we'll come to Daniel chapter five as well, but maybe I'll pose a question back to you uh um uh pastor hugh um when you hear what romans chapter thirteen one to 2 says and you know when we i guess juxtapose that with uh, what peter and john says that we need to obey god rather than men um he's a tricky one and sorry for putting you on the spot is the bible contradicting itself
0: uh, certainly on the surface it would seem to be, uh, Fabian. Let me just uh, be very bold and say it that way. But uh, when we look into it a little bit further, we uh-huh. begin to realize, I think on a principle basis, yes, uh, that it's not necessarily every single individual mm. that God has placed upon the, the throne or the seat mm. of power mm. or mm. In, a, in a position of influence. But yes. uh, Because let's face it, there are those who, who probably are not well-suited. Yes. To to that that position, That's right. Uh, there were those who, for that matter as well, might be uh, someone who got there by uh, by the wrong means. That's right, uh, That's and right. by intrigue and machination, yes, uh, rather yes. than um, because of qualification mm. or because they're the right person for the role. That's right. Uh, <clears throat> I think really what God is saying here what, through the Apostle Paul yes. is that uh, we are to submit to the governing authorities, yes. um, and uh, that may not necessarily mean that that uh, you know. God has established an individual there, but God has established the authority. He's established Mm. governance. That's right, Uh, and this has been true all the way since uh, creation, really, hasn't it? Because at creation, uh, (laughs) God brought order. Yes, Uh, God brought structure. That's Uh, right. He gave uh, the bounds, and he gave uh, the um, he he gave uh, a. Uh, boundaries within which exactly. uh, life could thrive and, yes. and uh, a natural habitation for us to live mm, in mm, and uh, mm. where we could enjoy the very best benefits and blessings of life itself. Amen. Uh, but in relationship with each other and relationship yes. with God. Exactly. And so leadership and governance, yes. it's really all about uh, navigating the relationships mm. with each other That's right. and with the Lord That's right. Uh, as equals and sometimes yes. as those who uh, who um, have, have very certain roles to play within mm. society, mm. Uh, but nonetheless equal in the sight of God. That's right. Uh, and yeah. so, yes, we need to honor the different roles that we play. I mean, how, can, right. we, how can we, uh, in all honesty, say that, uh, no, I'm not going to honor the prime minister for, for their position. Yes. You know, um, or I'm not going to honor the platoon sergeant in the army for their position.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm.
0: But I expect them to honor my role uh, as the the postman, or uh-huh, as the uh-huh. um, as the IT designer, uh, or as 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 uh, maybe an office worker, or mm. whatever it happens to be, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And, and so we need to really uh, provide each other with dignity and yeah, that's honor. Right. That's right. Uh, that's and right. Uh, esteem each other more highly than ourselves. Exactly. Yeah, it's it's yeah. a it's a two way street, isn't it? That's right. Uh, and that's likewise, right. also with our relationship with God, yes. because He's the one yes. who's made all this possible.
1: That's very true. That's yeah. very true. And 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 you know as Christians uh we need to be good citizens. We could talk a lot about that and uh Paul has a lot to say uh on, on that subject as well. But uh yeah, but I just thought hey on the on the very onset let us actually uh hear what Paul has to say that hey we need to actually honor and respect those who are in leadership. Yes. And well, let's um,
0: not make their job more difficult exactly. than Exactly. That's is, right. right.
1: That's yes. right. Yes. Yeah. And and so that's that's a biblical uh principle Um, and yes it can be abused and yes just like Pastor Hugh was saying some may not have gotten there um, uh, what should we say Uh, in the right way Um, however God has permitted Certain things to happen, mm. uh, and um, but we'll leave it there. So we'll come now to Daniel chapter five. Uh, Daniel chapter five, we find an interesting uh, story here. Uh, this is an ancient king uh, around the year five hundred and thirty something uh, BC before Christ uh, um, walked on this earth, and um, and uh, here we are going to read uh, the story about um, a ruler by the name of Belt Shazar, a Babylonian king. Now you may. be wondering where was babylon situated well right there uh in uh modern Iraq uh, uh near Baghdad i believe and uh in, in those vicinities there uh that's where uh this mo uh, ancient rather ancient kingdom was situated uh Babylon and so Belshazzar was the king uh, uh, to, uh on the throne and um he was actually the grandson of uh, uh Nebuchadnezzar um, the you may not pick that up, uh, you know, uh, uh, that uh, from just reading the English translation. But if you look into the Aramaic, you find that actually uh, the word used there for son, uh, which is how the English uh, translates it, actually can also be rendered as grandson. And history testifies to that. So that is the context of uh, the book uh, in which um, we are reading from so let us see uh, let us re- i guess read and study uh, from Daniel chapter five and see whether there are lessons that we can learn from um, uh, from uh, from this chapter so first and foremost uh this is a book that is written by Daniel. Daniel was a historic a historic figure and uh, he was writing uh especially here in chapter f- uh, 5 uh what he had witnessed. In other chapters he wrote what God had revealed to him uh in visions and dreams, uh, most of which are actually prophecies regarding the future and, um, and the things to come. Now, interestingly, I would like to bring your attention to, uh, maybe let's, yeah, just to give a, a good context there. Notice verse five, verse one. It says, Belshazzar, the king, made a great feast for a thousand of his lords. So he had invited, you know, all kinds of, um, people. To his party. Now, skip to verse 2. While he tasted the wine, Belshazzar gave the command to bring the the gold and silver vessels. Please pay attention now. It says here, the gold and the silver vessels which his father, Nebuchadnezzar, had taken from the temple which had been in Jerusalem. This is very significant. These words are here for a reason. Belshazzar, the grandson, as we have already you know, explained that the word here translated "son" actually can be also be translated "grandson." Uh, so, uh, so, so he took the verses. It's not that he was broke; that he didn't have utensils and other things to use <laughs> in his in his palace, but he chose to use the gold and the silver vessels which were taken out of the uh, uh, uh out of the temple there in Jerusalem you see the people of uh um of Israel worshiped a uh, um one god they worshiped a god who is supreme? Who is creator of all things? Um, but here in Babylon, they worshipped all kind of go- uh, all kind of gods, multiple gods, I should say. And um, and in ancient world, there was this issue whenever uh, a kingdom uh, of uh, uh, besieged or dis- destroyed another, there was always this religious connotation as well attached to it. In that this god has actually conquered this other god. And I would like to suggest that this is what we're seeing here uh, straight from the onset, in that he chooses to celebrate into his, uh, you know, uh, feast using the verses from the temple of the so-called defeated God. Then you notice here, it actually says that... um so he had invited all the, you know, his concubines and they were drinking, they were getting drunk, they were having a uh, pretty much an immoral party. But, um, I'd like to bring your attention once again to the last part, uh, of, um, verse three. And it says there, and the king and his lords, his wives and his concubines drank from them. Then verse four, they drank wine and praised the golds, the gods rather of gold, silver, bronze, Iron, wood, and stone. Now, Pastor Hugh, where do we get that list from? Gold, <laughs> silver, bronze, and iron.
0: You know, it sounds very reminiscent of something earlier in right. the book of Daniel. That's w- right. Would it be right to say, Fabian, you know, yes. that you're referring yes. to Daniel yes. chapter 2? Yes. Exactly. And the, the image That's right. That's uh, that, right. that uh, Nebuchadnezzar, the grandfather of uh, Belshazzar, uh, that uh, that he saw in a dream
1: mm, yeah mm, that's is right is that what you're referring yes, to yes that's what i'm referring right, to and yes. i think here interesting these words are here without a mistake um the ordering of these metals uh serves as an as, as, a, as a as a as a point of reference to what we have already read in daniel chapter 2 and just to summarize what happened in daniel chapter 2 the king had a dream that was um Nebuchadnezzar and he couldn't remember what he had dreamt so he asked all his magicians astrologers, soothsayers and you know the scientists of the time the mathematicians everyone and he asked them this Tell me what I have dreamt, and then give me the interpretation. I mean, I've never heard anyone ask such, such a question. Obviously, usually you need to say what you have dreamt, isn't it? Then, mm-hmm. and, and that's exactly what these uh, 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 nobles of Babylon say to him. No one has ever asked such a thing. Only the gods that does not live with men can give you that kind of interpretation. And yes. I think they were correct there.
0: Mind you, wasn't he quite shrewd? Exactly. Very yes, yes. Yes, that's yes, right. In, in the sense that he... How can you tell me about the future? Yes, if you can't even tell me the dream I had last night. Oh wow, from there the you go. past?
1: Yes, that's it. That's it. <laughs> very and, and, very and clever, that, King. Very clever. That would have put them to the test. Hmm. And so then, uh, he, you know, when when they couldn't, he decides that he's going to, perse- you know, persecute, kill, destroy all the wise men of Babylon. Uh, but then uh, Daniel, who was an Israelite who had been uh, brought there in Babylon with his people, um, um, when uh, You know, his country was besieged uh, and he had been also schooled in the universities of Babylon uh, and was regarded as one of the wise men. You know, when when I I'm assuming when they knocked on his door and said, hey, time's up, you're going to get killed. He asked, hey, what is all this about? You know, give me some time. So he was actually granted time. He asked the king, the king gave him extra time to go and to pray to his God. That really highlights the power of prayer. Then later on, he comes back. God had revealed to him the, uh, the dream and the meaning, and the king was amazed. Now, rather than giving glory to God, you know, he decides he's going to build this great statue, and he's going to fill it with gold, because his kingdom was represented by gold. And so, in other words, he was arrogantly saying, my kingdom will never be destroyed. I'm the king. You know, I rule forever. So that, I believe, is what, um, uh, you know, that is the hint. That is a reference there. So why is this important? Notice that Belshazzar, he in Daniel, Daniel chapter 5, he is parting. He is pretty much saying, indirectly, we have triumphed over the king, the God of heaven. We are drinking from his vessels. We've dressed, we destroyed his uh, temple. Not only that... Um, you know, we're praising our gods. You know, multi- there's a multiplicity of gods here. We're praising our gods, which are of gold, silver, bronze. It's like pretty much, we are beyond and above all things. And that is when he sees something on the wall. And uh, you probably have heard of this saying, the writing on the wall. And that's where it came from. All of a sudden, he saw a hand Write the words, many, many, take all, on the wall. And he wondered, what could that really mean? And guess who was called in? The, I, I'm fast forwarding here because we don't really have the time. But Daniel once again was called in. Mm. But I love the way Daniel responded uh, to the king. You know, the king had, you know, was offering him all kinds of gifts and prizes if he could really help him understand because the people in those days, Um, They they, they were spiritual and they feared the gods. And so, uh, seeing a hand riding riding on the wall, obviously that would have, uh, what should I say, shocked him um, and wondered what the message could be. Maybe he wondered that gods are trying to communicate something very important. But Daniel says, "Oh king, this is verse 18, the most high God Give Nebuchadnezzar your father a kingdom and majesty. See, once again, based on what we are referring to there in, uh, Revelation, Revelation, uh, Romans, pardon me, Romans, Romans 13, here we read that, you know, God had actually given the kingdom to Nebuchadnezzar. And then a few lines down, Daniel says, um, uh, that uh, when his heart, that was Nebuchadnezzar's heart, was lifted up and his spirit was hardened in pride, he was deposed. So he's a lesson now. For us as leaders, once again, because the topic for today says church and state. Does the past say anything to con- to contemporary leaders? Please, y- y- please take note of this.
0: Okay, uh, maybe that's a good point. Perhaps, <laughs> perhaps for us to take a break. That's right. That's and, right. And then just to reflect upon what we've heard mm. and consider how is this going to connect to leaders for today? Because exactly. it has some lessons, obviously. For, oh yeah. for leaders today. Yes. Uh, and so, really want to uh, encourage our listeners mm. to uh, mm. Uh, mm. to join us after this break. We're going to have uh, Carly. Fleming sing for us. Alright, first. Yes. You know, seek first. I think that's good advice in itself. Yeah, seek first yeah. the kingdom of God. Wonderful.
3: It's another brand new day, and there's so much to do. Just so. strength to make it through what a fail righteousness. And all these things shall be added unto you. Seek first God's kingdom and His righteousness. And all these things shall be added unto you.
0: This program has been made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio. Well, welcome back, folks, to uh, Big Q&A Drive Time, uh, here, right here in Adelaide, uh, right here uh, listening to uh, uh, today. We're talking about the collision of church and state, biblical principles for navigating a world in crisis. And our topic, uh, more particularly today, is uh, church and state. Does the past say anything to contemporary leaders? Now, listeners, um, just before we move into the remainder of our program, uh, with uh, Fabiano Cunicuro, who's going to be sharing with us uh, some of these really key principles. I'm really looking forward to hearing what he's going to share with us. Uh, that are going to prove really helpful to leaders and uh, individuals in today's world as we navigate uh, these different issues. I wanted to share with you a great offer, uh, and it's uh, today's book offer, which is Hope for Troubled Times by Pastor Mark Finley, a great and celebrated writer, uh, international speaker, uh, and really the question that uh, this book helps us to track is how do we make plans? How do we thrive in such uncertain times as which we live today? Uh, It's going to cover topics such as pandemics, pestilences, and prophecy, uh, overcoming fear, worry, and uh, anxiety. Uh, how to survive during economic collapse I think these are really important uh, areas that I think all of us would agree uh, uh, we need to be mindful of. So it's a great book, it provides practical down to earth solutions it reveals Jesus as the answer really to all the current concerns that consume our energy, that rob our joy and ruin our health. So if you'd like to get today's uh, free offer, all you need to do is to text uh, the code word SA22, SA22 uh, that's capital S, capital A 22 to o four triple eight eight zero eight double one and and our Faith FM giveaway bot will reply asking for your details. So text the code word SA22. That's just the capital letters SA as in South Australia and the number 22. Uh, and uh, text that to zero four triple eight eight zero eight double one. All right. Well, we hope that uh, you'll send in for that free giveaway, and I think you'll find it very, very useful uh, indeed. But again, welcome back to uh, our our last part of today's program, where Fabiana, you're going to be sharing with us uh, some really key principles that we can draw from this uh, this uh, important historical moment that's recorded here in Daniel chapter five, and uh, which uh, will help us to navigate some of the issues we face in today's world. So, uh, I right. hand over to you and share with us a little bit more about this.
1: Yes, and so. This king, uh, Belshazzar, uh, Daniel, uh, is here, he's present before the king, and uh, I guess there's even a lesson here, uh, for uh, any Christian, uh, in that, uh, Daniel is not afraid to uh, share, um, truths. With the king, he recognizes obviously his uh, Majesty, but um, uh, and 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 his role, he respects him. But he's also ready to share humbly um, the truths uh, uh, and to help him see things in the right context. And so here, he tells the king, reminds him, and his principle number one: your father. Well, you know, his heart was lifted up, and God. Brought him law, reminded him that uh, God is above all things, and uh, I took um, my memory may uh, hopefully my memory serves me correctly. I believe about seven years, and to 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 get him to listen, and when he did listen, after he had met him become a vegetarian for quite some <laughs> for quite a <laughs> number of years, he ended up exalting the God of heaven, and I I have no doubt that that Nebuchadnezzar might be in the kingdom when when there's when Jesus returns and resurrects people because he finishes well but obviously we cannot be certain 100% but he finishes well uh, after he had been you know corrected by God and uh, so here's lesson number 1 for us leaders any leader God is still ruler uh, of heaven and earth and if we uh res- if if we understand our position uh, in contrast to God's position and we uh, humbly exercise our, uh, uh, you know, um, the, 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 the responsibilities given to us in the right way, then God will bless. But if we exalt our heart above God and we are prideful, then we'll be brought low. And this is exactly what we're seeing in Daniel chapter 5. And not only that. Um here we are told in the same chapter uh verse 22 by you his son. So Daniel now is appealing to the king, Belshazzar, have not humbled your heart although you knew all these things. So here's another lesson. We need not to be ignorant of the lessons of the past. Um and we need to uh, learn from the past and correct those mistakes. And so he says here in verse twenty-three: "And you have lifted yourself up against the Lord of Heaven." Uh, a few lines down there uh, in verse twenty-three says, "And you have praised the gods of silver." In other words, you have not given g- given God His due honor. And uh, not only that, I like the way he puts it this way: "Which do these gods which do not see or hear or know?" And the God who holds your breath in His hand and owns all your ways, you have not glorified. So in other words, you have turned to idols. And you have, uh, uh, um, you have gone away from, uh, uh, I guess, under- this understanding that there's actually a God, the creator of heaven and earth. The one who has our life in His hand. So you pretty much have got your priorities mixed up. You have got a few things mixed up and you uh, uh, have become very proudful, And so, How does this story end? In verse 30, uh, the Bible actually says, um, That very night, Belshazzar, king of the Chaldeans, was slain, and Darius the Mede received the kingdom, being about 62 years old. And um, what we can learn from this is that... uh, God, as he as he had predicted in Daniel chapter two, his purposes will come to end, and uh, uh, or will come to uh, be fulfilled. And the best thing for us to do is to actually align ourselves with God's will, and uh, and, and not try to, I guess, uh, I guess, not not put ourselves on the wrong side, uh, if that makes sense. We need to pretty much align ourselves closer to God's will. This is very interesting because as leaders today, navigating difficult and challenging uh, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, world systems, um, we can be tempted uh, to, I guess, go with with the norm uh with the uh with the majority uh even though they may not be right, we can be pressured uh to i guess uh, make decisions that are not necessarily right, but simply because hey that 's what everybody wants you know they, 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 you know Steve and Steve wants to marry and, and that 's what they want. we can be tempted in many ways uh, and I just alluded to something controversial for some, but hey i 'm just saying that we can be tempted but we need to make the right decisions and as christians uh, or those who are being led uh jesus has rightly said in mark 12:17 render to caesar the things that are caesar's and to god the things that are god's so we need to still respect these leaders even if they make the uh, wrong decisions we may not agree don't get me wrong we may not agree but they're, they still need to be respected uh for 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 the role in which they're playing uh uh and we need to pray for them uh prophetically now there is also there in revelation 13 uh a prophecy that s- s- says that in the future the church and the state will seek to unite uh, apostate pro- protestantism will seek to unite and to enforce uh certain mandates and 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 uh what should we what should we say uh penalties and 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 many other things like that to those people who will not comply with the agendas of their time and this will become spiritual it will turn into uh enforcement of worship in certain ways uh and that will come about when the church and the state will unite so what should leaders uh do and how should we respond once again, it comes back to what we have established before. We must make sure that we separate the church and the state. And they all have their rightful sphere and they need to, uh, um, you know, pretty much do their role. So long as we do not, uh, mix things up like Nebuchadnezzar did, you know, he, 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 he pretty much, um, got himself entangled with religious things and, and, and 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 sought to, I guess, exalt himself above the God of of heaven, and as a result, uh, was uh, I guess visited uh, with God's judgment. And so we really need to just, I guess. Yeah, separate the church and the state. We also need to, uh, as leaders, not to be prideful. To understand our rightful sphere, we need to go to give God His uh, uh, due honor. We need to. Um, uh, what other lesson can we take out of this? We need to understand that God is still is in control of. Or things. Uh, hopefully, I have summarised those uh, uh, those lessons there, which um, uh, we have uh, just quickly, I guess, uh, uh, got out of this chapter. Uh, what are your thoughts?
0: Yeah, thank you very much, Fabiana. That's that's fascinating, isn't it? Because you're right to say that um, yeah that uh, we live in a time and an age where where church and state is uh, separated or, or is meant to be, mm. and uh, there are real dangers in seeing those two things fused together. When when the state mm. takes on the authority that goes beyond. The human uh, realm of the state yes. uh, and the natural sphere and goes on to the supernatural, the metaphysical mm. realm, mm. Uh, then uh, it's it's interesting. It starts to become something where it's no longer there to supply material needs but uh, begins to control and command over our right. uh, our, our conscience and over mm. our beliefs yeah. and, mm. uh, and uh, freedom of thought, expression and speech. And so this yeah. is where it's really important to keep those two things separate. Now, it may sound fanciful that that could happen in the future, like you were saying. Yeah. But it's been the norm throughout most of history. So we're very blessed and mm. fortunate to live in, in the times in which we do. Yes. And long may they continue. So very yeah, interesting yeah, thoughts yeah. that you've shared with us today. Really thankful for what you've okay. shared with us. And, and I wonder perhaps uh, this might be a good point in time for us, just to reminder uh, that uh, Jesus has some wonderful words to share on this. Yes. He, he says to us uh, to, that, that I'm leaving you with this gift. Mm. Of peace of mind and of heart, and the peace I give isn't like the peace that the world gives, Mm. uh, but rather, uh, don't be troubled, do not be afraid, uh, for I am with you. So, so Jesus uh, wants us to know that we can have that. uh, We can have that confidence to know that uh, uh, no matter what we may face, Mm. that we can have the peace and the confidence and certainty. Uh, that he has this too uh, in his hands. Uh, Let us pray. Father, thank you so much for this time with Fabiano today and with you. Uh, Please help us in these matters, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.
3: This program has been made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio.